When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast has been rated Listener MA. It contains strong language, violence, adult situations, nudity. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Unfiltered Sportscast. I am your host. My name is Scotty German, and alongside me, as usual, I have my two really good friends who happen to be stand-up comedians that I enjoy very much talking to. Uh, but first, I'm going to introduce the first guy to my left, which uh, we're now on YouTube, I think. Hi. I hope so. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the first guy to my left is the 1984 Kingman County T-Ball Defensive Player of the Year Award winner, Mr. Jeremy Joseph. Hey, Scotty. How's it going? Oh, I'm ready to get fucking nuts, Scotty. <laughs> it's been a good week for me. Had a major appliance purchase. Oh, did you? At the Joseph household. What'd you get? I'm going to let you guess. Take one guess. Uh, pressure cooker. <laughs> <laughs> Dishwasher, you fucking retard. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. What are you fucking stupid? Jesus. Yes, yes I am. Yes, I watch, am. Watch how this works. To my left, local witch talk comedian, the wreck himself, Derek Alders. Derek, I'm going <laughs> to give you one guess. Guess which appliance we got at the house. Oh God. I'm going to go with a trash compactor. Yeah. Yep. That's See, what it was? That, no, dishwasher. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, anyways, guys, welcome back. So basically, back. that means Jeremy got remarried. Oh. Yes. <laughs> well, anyways, guys, we're, we are attempting to go up the, on YouTube for the very first mm-hmm. time. Uh, we made a new YouTube channel, uh, which uh, we're in the process of making sure that that thing works just fine. So, and just for the people at home, no, we didn't hire models. <laughs> this is really us. Yeah. Yeah, we're really this ugly. Uh, so if you uh, want to see our... Uh, ugly mugs on uh, camera we are now up on youtube or will be shortly if you are listening to this uh wednesday morning uh give me a little bit i may have some editing to do especially with as ugly as we are so give me a little bit and uh it will be up yeah, however if you think we're ugly you should see our stunt doubles <laughs> but uh i don't know guys i'm uh it's gonna be a long night for me i think tonight i uh i i we decided to do this show and where we are here in kansas it's snowing like quite a bit Mm -hmm. and uh jeremy and myself uh we have vehicles that are capable to drive in the snow but derek's dumbass um can't drive yeah does not and can't drive in the snow even if he did oh i can drive in the snow you can guess by looking at derek (laughs) derek drives a uh harley right yeah uh, yeah it's a it's a custom chopper and uh (laughs) yeah it doesn't handle well on the snow it does. It's a dream on ice, though. I bet. <laughs> I yeah. bet. But uh, so I had to drive my happy ass uh, with Jeremy out to go pick him up in order for him to uh, get here, which it did. It took us about an hour. I don't know. If I you stuck guys... my head out the whole way. <laughs> oh, it was a blast. Oh, Lord. But uh, anyways, we did all make it here all in one piece uh, just for uh, for all you fine people, mm-hmm. right? You know, yeah. we uh, we enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. We I, enjoy doing the show. I'm not used to the camera yet. I tried to call in sick. It's like when your boss is like, oh, okay, <laughs> actually, you're calling in sick. Fuck that. I'll go get you. Like, that's yeah. exactly what that was. Like, I'm, I'm not going to make it. I can't I can't get there. Oh, no, I'll come get you. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to guess that we'd be better off for getting the cameras there. Probably. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just going to be all. Keep looking at it. Yeah, just, just like that. <laughs> Hey everybody! <laughs> well, not only that. Uh, after after the show tonight, uh, not only do I have to take your ass back home, mm-hmm. uh, but I also have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. I'm going. Uh, I'm going snowboarding with my wife. We're gonna go for. Uh, it's it's her second time. I've done it. I, I've I've snowboarded multiple multiple times in my life. But uh, so, if had, anybody knows of a good host, 
Because we're going to need a new one. Yeah. <laughs> this one ain't coming back. I, I might not. I He's might done, do, though. I might do something stupid enough to, to permanently injure my ass. But uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, my wife asked me. She she We're going for three days on the, on the slopes. We'll be there for three days. And she asked me, she goes, she goes, Hey, are you gonna, are you gonna, you know, be with me the whole time? And I just looked at her and went, Nope, I'm not. <laughs> it's like, you got the first day. And if you can't keep up after that, I'm sorry. You're getting lost. Well, don't French fry when you should pizza. Exactly. <laughs> you do that. You're going to have a bad time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, so, uh, so what happened over this last week? You know, there's been tons. There's been quite a bit. We've got a lot of stuff we can new talk dishwasher, about. New dishwasher, Scotty. Yeah, I know. I know your new dishwasher. I'm talking about uh, in what we like to talk about, which is uh, sports. Okay. All okay. Right. We had a lot of things going on. Is that we what a, we do? Yeah, that's just kind of. We pretty much fuck around the entire time and talk about sports, and I try to keep you guys on the, you know, the straight and narrow pathway, but it always tangents out to do something else. But anywho, so we've got uh, we got Machado signing. We got Bryce Harper still can't make up his fucking mind. We've got the NBA All Star Game. We've got all kinds of other stuff that happened leading up to the All Star Game. We might do a couple of other things at the end of the show as well. So. Uh, let's start off with it. We got Manny Machado is now signing a 10-year deal yep. to the San Diego Padres. Bye-bye th- career. For $300 million. Yes. Is he worth it? <sighs> yeah, <laughs> but he's, not. He's 26. He's 26, and he's, got, yeah. his D, he's, he's an all-around player. His, defensively, he's mm-hmm. great. Offensively, he's great. But he's an asshole. But he's going to the place where careers go to die. Hey, well. I, he is. I, it's I, true. I, it's he, true. It's not like I'm a huge Padre fan, but my favorite he, player of all time was a Padre. So yes, Luis Salazar. <laughs> uh, he was a Padre. I know, but Tony Gwynn, Sandy Alomar Jr. <laughs> no, no, senior. No, one of the Molinas. No, one of the best hitters of all time. Tony Gwynn was my is my favorite baseball player of all time. I think Ray Rice is one of the best hitters of all time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't I can't disagree with you. Him and Mike Tyson. Not that I not that you know not that I condone that. Yeah, exactly. But, but uh, no. Uh, but it was a good hit. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, I thought he was going to hit for the cycle by the time she got out of that elevator. <laughs> oh my lord! Uh, um, no, but seriously, I, it's just. Everybody that goes there and signs those deals, I mean, they they got Hosmer for a hundred million, yeah. over a hundred million last year, yeah, and now they've got Machado. I mean, first and thirds, fine, yeah. I mean, you're you're good, but I mean, you've got the rest of the, you got to fill out the rest of those pieces, yeah. And, and I don't understand a guy that with the offensive prowess that that Machado has. Why are you going that? Petco is a pitcher's park. Yes, it is. It, it is a complete pitcher's park. I don't understand. I can understand. Big pitching free agents, sure. And, and if you're going to win, I think that's how you have to win in San Diego. I don't, I don't see Machado hitting 30 bombs this year. I, I know either. that's that's maybe maybe if he gets to 30, it ain't going to be much more than that. But yeah. you look what he did in the World Series. Also, he hit what 186, 188, something right. like that. Yeah. I just well, and Petco Park has that really really weird like left center area. It's kind of boxy mm-hmm. and kind of kind of abnormal to look at, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah. Um... It's got weird dimensions. Yeah, it does. And and, and that's it, all I got to say. On well, that. well, I'm sitting here waiting to play off of you, but but it, it is. It is definitely a hitter's park, especially if you're hitting a pitcher's from, park. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. a pitcher's park. I apologize. And as a hitter, especially if you're batting from the right side, you've got a pretty deep ball in order to hit it over left center. Yeah. And and, and Machado, yes, he's got a lot of power, but I think and, and you know what? I'm not sitting there saying he's not going to have a decent year and hit a whole bunch of doubles and whatever. I bet he hits 270, 275. That's probably where and I put him at. Is 28 home runs. Yeah. Here, here's the thing that I've always said, though, when it comes to baseball, with defense. Defensive runs saved is just as good to me as, as an RBI. Sure. Because Coming know, from the fucking defensive player, player of the, of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am soft on defense. I, Jeez. I, <laughs> I do that. That is my, my soft spot. That's my first love. Um, but, you know, so... I think he can switch to being a a base hit type hitter. He doesn't have to be a power hitter. Right. Um, you know, even when he was hitting home runs, I mean, in Baltimore, that's a pretty easy yeah. field to hit him out of. But, you know. It's they, easier. Easier. It, all, all those fucking East Coast parks are just right. band boxes. He loves hitting a long ball, though. I remember that game in the World Series where he just sat there and watched that. He thought he hit it out. 
and he's dogging at the first base, just yep. admiring his hit, and then the fucking thing stays in play, and he ended up getting a single out of what should have at least been a double. Yeah, exactly. But, but that's the kind of player he is, and that's what pisses me off about him. And, and Jeremy, for the longest time, or for since episode one or two, has basically said it doesn't necessarily have to be the best player. They just have to be the best guy. And a lot of it has to do with your attitude. And every single time I watch this guy play, it just he just kind of rubs everybody the wrong way, slides into second with his spikes up, kicks first baseman's feet off of They don't of wear best- spikes anymore. They don't? No. They're rubbery cleats. cleats. Oh, are they? They Those pussies. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, oh, apparently man. somebody lost a leg oh, or something. I don't no know. Some pussy shit. Pussies. God. But, you know, I think uh, when you're doing it to the other team, that rallies your teammates around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's nothing to say that he's, he's not a good teammate. And, you know, he gets down and dirty. He plays hard, sure. especially on defense. And that really kind of rallies the team around you. So... I think he can help them win. Uh, sure. You know, we were talking a little bit earlier, though, where, you know, baseball is a very unique sport, and the fact it doesn't have a lot of teamwork sure. to it. I mean, there's you, your relay throws and your double plays, but that's fundamental shit you learn in mm-hmm. Little League. But it is the ultimate team sport in the fact that you can't have one guy just take over a game. Right. I mean, they're pitcher, but uh, your starter only pitches once every fifth day. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when even if you're having a perfect day at the plate, eight other guys have to come to the plate before you get another turn. So you need a whole team of solid contributors, and to pay one guy $30 million a year when you could have probably got four very good key contributors right. to the team for that amount of money is – is just mind-boggling to me, and I can't yeah. understand how how that makes good sense. And the Padres are not the Yankees. I don't no. know where they're getting the money for that. And I have a, a feeling two, three years he's going to be in New York because he's not going to pay off at San Diego like what they're expecting. And they do New York or Boston team. is going to be the only team that can pick up that dead weight contract. Sure. He, does, he does have an opt out after five years. He can he can opt out. Yeah, but why but would if you? He's, if he's not if he's doing well, it's kind of like betting on yourself. I think like yeah. well, I want to yeah. be able to if if I'm doing well and I'm and I'm hitting 35, 40 home runs and I'm still hitting three hundred, I'm going to opt out and I'm going to cash in again right. for another ten years. It'll be or eight years at you know twenty or thirty million a year. Right. But it just, yeah, he, that's betting on yourself. But like the Cubs handcuffed themselves with Hayward doing that, right? Because Hayward had the the player option. Thanks for that, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he did. Uh, <laughs> Hayward did have the the speech in extra in the rain delay and that rallied the players around. And yeah, yeah. So I mean, even even off the field, not you know offensively or defensively, he helped there. Yeah. And he's great defensively. He just can't fucking swing a bat to save his life. He could though, man. He he was whenever he was in Atlanta. He did okay when he was in St. Louis, but I think Chicago tried to fuck with a swing too much. Ah, uh, could have been. That very well could have been. They threw him like a pitcher. That's I mean, there was actual there was actual scouting reports on him that's like you you throw him this and it's exactly what you would throw a pitcher. Like that's what they were throwing him. He, they were, and he would still just in the dirt. Every Have they time. tried playing him with pitcher? <laughs> He's got a hell of a fucking arm. <laughs> that might not be a bad idea. Yeah, and and I, I mean, as a Cardinal fan, I mean that was that was something I was kind of worried about. Whenever we you guys picked him up, I was just like, oh fuck, thank God, because then that opened up cap space for a lot of other players that we had coming up. Yeah, and we had a pretty good farm farm league. I mean, we have a lot of guys that are coming up from Double A ball that we're gonna depend on quite a bit, like Harrison Bader's. A, big one that i'm just really pumped up for this year i really a- liked him on the drew carey show he's fucking hilarious <laughs> what, what's this weird shit Lord. i didn't realize you played for the cardinals yeah yeah i did i did damned. Uh, yeah uh what, what is that uh, mlb the show 19 oh 19 yeah 19 this is a newer situation i'm, I'm, I'm six foot one he's also the team fleshlight yeah oh lord I knew you had potential. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so bad. Scott German, flashlight. <laughs> I, I think it may have been the happiest day of my life when I woke up and saw an alert on my phone that flashlight is following me on Twitter. <laughs> oh god. I don't post to Twitter. I have an account, and just one day I woke up, and turns out the makers of some of the finest fuck toys out there are following my wisdom. 
It's a lot of responsibility, but I can handle it. Oh, I was Lord. talking last night about those, and I said something was a fleshlight. I was like, that's not a fucking fleshlight. It's not even, it doesn't even look like a fleshlight. And I'm like, anything can be a fleshlight if you really want it to be. Like, anything can. Like, uh, you don't that want guitar it. is a fleshlight if I, if I just fill it right. I, I would suggest not using a mag light as a fleshlight. Because while the, you know, the, the fleshlight can double in looks as a flashlight, you don't want to fuck a, an, an aluminum tube. It's not as fun as it sounds. How did we get off of this tangent, for it's the like love of God? kind of cold and dead, like my ex. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's so terrible. Anyways, before we get too far down the fleshlight Oh, yeah, we're back to Machado. Uh, yeah, we got, we got Machado that's signed. Uh, but uh, where do we think that Bryce Harper is going to go? Because because he still has yet. I mean, it's, we, we record on Tuesday evenings, so whenever people start listening to this, it's going to be Wednesday morning. I bet anything that probably Harper signs by either Wednesday afternoon or Thursday afternoon. I don't think he'd be going to the weekend without him picking a team. I think Saturday at the latest. At, at, at the absolute latest. Um, but we all kind of have our, our, uh, opinions of where we think he's going to go. I'll let Derek start off with this one. Where do you think he's going? Well, first off, I think he's got to be elated because now Machado's finally one. They were, one of them was waiting for the other as well to set the market. Right. And, 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 and Bryce was possibly going to even go to San Diego. There were yeah. rumors about him going there. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him end up in San Francisco. Okay. Um, it's, it's a good park to play in. It's warm weather. He's from Vegas. Yep. Uh, it's close to home. Okay. Uh, it just, it wouldn't surprise me to see him end up there. I know he, he met with some people there. They've fucking won three world series in 2012 or what? 2011, 13 and 15. Yeah. So other ones, uh, 10, 10, 12 and 14. Was it 10, 12 and 14? Yeah. Okay. I know it was every other year. Was it the even years? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then the Cubs broke that in 16. Here's, here's my only problem with San Francisco. I actually have two problems with San Francisco. Uh, hey, they the should games, be able to it? get married <laughs> sure. and do all that. God. Just like is it the homeless people the shitting on baseball those? team? Jesus! Oh, okay. First of all, I'm not a big fan of the Giants at all because of that. Because they won every other year mm-hmm. and uh, they're in the National League, and so I'm kind of jealous of that. I can't uh, stand watching Hunter Pence. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of oh. like him, man. He's like Look the Conor, Mc, he's like Look, the Conor McGregor a, of baseball. I think it's hilarious. The, the homeless haircut, Conor yeah. McGregor of baseball, yeah, exactly. Yeah, fucking dirty hippie, Jesus. But anyways, the thing that I do not like Bryce Harper going to. San Francisco is, is there's two things. First thing is, is that last year, San Francisco was actually one of the worst offenses in the, in the MLB last year. Uh, I mean, yeah, they've got Hunter Pence, so they have, they, they have to build, a, and they have Duster Posey. Uh, so they have a good core group of guys, but surprisingly enough, they didn't produce very much last year at all. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is that Bryce Harper also hits from the left side of the plate. So he also is hitting into a deeper part of the ballpark than he is where he's at in Washington. Because now he's got McCovey Cove to deal with. And even though Barry Bonds did it, congratulations, whenever he was in San Francisco, he was also juicing like a son of a bitch. And I do not know if Barry Bryce Bonds? Hart- no. I know, right? I, I'm surprised. You're he, gonna. He looked the same <laughs> from early in his career to later in his career. I didn't notice about a hundred pounds. Just ruined my childhood. Now I'm gonna think like Hulk Hogan juiced. Yeah, oh, exactly. But anyways, so if Bryce Harper goes to San Francisco, I don't. I think he kind of has the same numbers as Manny Machado does. I don't think he may, he hits as many home runs. He's already has those numbers. <laughs> he's already that's, a two seventy. He's two seventy yeah. hitter exactly, and he's gonna and he's hitting just over thirty home runs is the best year he's had. This like, is the first year he hit a hundred RBIs, I think. Yeah, it yeah. was, and and like thirty three or something like that was like. He's the got most. that hair. <sighs> Yeah, well, oh, I think I he like hit 46 or something one year. Maybe. Yeah, his MVP be, but... year, he he blew the fuck up. Yeah. And and that does count for a lot on a resume, having a league MVP. Uh, well, whatever. But but I don't think – I, I here's the thing. I, I think he probably gets a very similar deal to what Manny Machado did. That, you know, did. I think he's probably going to get the same amount of money, but he ain't going to get no 500 mil. I think he's got the ego where he's going to want more. Uh, so he, well, he's going to get like 320. Tough shit. I don't yeah. think he's going to get it. Uh, I mean, maybe okay, three twenty yeah. ten year contract. I don't think he's going much more, but I think he's he's gonna he's gonna want more. He's I, he's I got know. that big fucking head. But I disagree with the with the with contract. The hair. 
oh, with the hair, with the cocky attitude. He's a prick to his own teammates and stuff like that. I mean, it's just he he's not he's not the the 10-year player that I would want. Neither is Machado in my personal opinion. I don't I don't want to sign yeah, anybody for 10 10 years anyways. There's but, like I said, there Trout, you'd take Trout for 10 years. I don't think I would even take Trout for 10 years. I, now he would be probably the only one I would seriously consider that entire thing, but when it comes down to it, I do not like tying up that much money for that long a period of time. You just when, front load the shit out of the contract. When you're Yeah, I would rather do that. And then you can move them. Yeah. Exactly. You, when you're trying to build a winning team, though, getting that one loaded fucking player that's taking up all your payroll is not the way to do it. Like, you you can get, like I say, four solid contributors for the price of those guys. Now he's going to sell the fuck out of some tickets. Damn right he is. And some merch. Yeah. But that's going to last a couple of years, yep. and somebody's going to be saddled with him for another eight. Yeah. And then whenever he, whenever he leaves, whenever he goes away, then everybody's burning those jerseys. Right. And and he's the kind of guy, even if he is a 45 home run guy, if there's nobody else in the lineup to protect him, they can just pitch around him. Yeah. There, it's really not a problem. I don't think he's a base-stealing threat. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. And I was such an asshole. I interrupted you because you were going down something that we that we were talking about earlier about um, how you were starting to talk about how uh, you have a, a, a baseball team that has one star player, and he basically depends on everybody else around him sure to, 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 to succeed as well. Your and, interrupting is not what makes you an asshole. Oh, okay. Well, that's there's fair. a lot of other qualities that make you an asshole. Like you that shirt and asshole-ish. hat. Like my shirt yes. and hat. I, oh, if thanks, if anybody is actually watching on YouTube, Scotty turned his hat around, which makes me think he wants to arm wrestle. <sighs> no. It's like a, switch. like a switch. <laughs> we were we were gonna talk sports movies earlier. That is probably the best one of all time. Over the top combines the drama of oh, arm wrestling God. and a child custody battle. Oh, <laughs> Just what you terrible. want in a Sylvester Stallone movie. Oh, that's awful. That's almost like real life. That's it, awful. It really is. Who hasn't been there? Because a professional arm wrestler is probably fucking broke and divorced. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, no, she died. His his wife died. Well, they were That's separated before, get... though. Sure, he was. I yeah. mean, he's got a life on the road. He's a vagabond. See what he I mean on money. talking about tangents. Anyway, uh, where where oh. were we? Where do you think he's going to go? Where do you think Harper's going to end up? I probably Yankees. You think the Yankees? Uh, yeah. Mean? When they didn't get Machado, I really think, and and that really sets up kind of a new age murderers row. Mm-hmm. With Stanton and Judge and and Harper and Harper, you put him in between those two, and they got no choice but to throw him fucking meatballs. Mm-hmm. That's exactly where I th- I'm thinking. Uh, I th- you now granted, I don't want him there. I don't want him there at all. But I am I'm 100 in agreement with with Jeremy. I think that is is would be a stacked outfield. They can afford him two mm. and three. He's playing in Yankee Stadium with a short porch to right field. Mm. A a. Re- Ridiculous short porch. I've yes. always said one of these days somebody's going to accidentally bunt one out of Yankee <laughs> out of, Stadium. Exactly. It is two ninety to straight away to the right field pole. Right field pole, and then it then it curves inward and makes like. I mean, it's yeah, ridiculous. it gets pretty deep out in center field. Yeah, but like what? It, uh, I think Fenway, it's four ten or something. Fenway like. goes out like four twenty in the middle, but it's. It's two eighty something yeah, to that yeah, fucking pesky pole. Exactly. And then it's uh I don't know however tall of a wall it is, but anyway. Thirty thirty foot the green monster, I believe. Yeah, something like that. But it's, it's at three hundred, I think, or yeah, three twenty. It, it pretty much. To left field for any kind of a pull hitter that's and for a slap hitter, it's nothing to fucking bank one off, off of there. Off of it. It's an it's it's an easy single. Wade Wade Boggs made a Hall of Fame career out of that wall. Out of that. Guy used to drink seventy beers on a fucking flight to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, that is that has been documented. He did that. I believe it. God. Yeah. But uh, anyways, okay. So me and Jeremy say Yankees. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that that I wouldn't be surprised if if he goes to San Francisco. I just don't think that would be the best the best move for him. Last I heard, the Phillies were kind of rounding third on that deal. Like it was. Yeah. They were about. They were about close, and and you know what? We may all be wrong. He may yeah. go to he may go to Philadelphia. The whole thing is, is does he want to play there? Right. I, I heard that he doesn't because of the whole Nick Foles debacle. Yeah, exactly. It's like that this town's gonna fuck up that deal. This is an easy fucking call. <laughs> exactly. Because we know he listens. Yeah. And I'm guessing Bryce Harper probably does too. Probably. 
And so he's probably you know, pretty pissed at me calling him an asshole, though, and being a shitty teammate. But he gets it, though. Yeah, yeah that's a clown question, bro. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yep, I remember when he said that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's very exciting for guys like us. I mean, if you if you can see us on YouTube or see us on video, you can tell that we're all baseball fans. You can except see for my Jeremy. enormous erection. <laughs> That's how excited I get over this. But uh, Derek and I, it, it'll be a fun year talking about baseball with you. Obviously, we're we both love teams that hate each other, but I, mm-hmm. I love you, buddy. Well. I- I would like to say that's mutual, but <laughs> we can salt and pepper in there the ways the Royals found to lose again. Yeah, yeah, we'll be, we'll be at least we'll be able to pick on the Royals for the majority of the season. Oh Jesus, yeah. there's nobody more critical of the Royals than me. <laughs> I, I am so critical of my own teams. I, I oh, we it. all are. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty bad too. Ned Yost is the most incompetent manager in all of <laughs> all of baseball. I feel like Joe Madden is. And I'm, I'm. That is not a popular opinion. That's like split. I think on amongst Cubs. Probably, that, probably that, amongst that Cubs. That World Series game seven was the most poorly managed. Thank you. Piece some, of baseball I've some, ever seen. They and it when, out. when the fucking stakes couldn't have been higher. Yeah. He did some of the most bonehead shit yep. I've ever even heard of. Yep. I, I remember. Yeah. He did put Hendricks Jerry out. Seinfeld in. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah, the I didn't deal even know with that? What, yeah. 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 Uh, what is? Scotty, uh, what we're looking at you? What? What is the deal with that? <laughs> I don't know. I I think I thought it was a bonehead move. I was sure was. I wish I was sitting He's next to Derek. He's fifty some years old. I know, I know. But I wish I was sitting next to Derek whenever that game was going on because I bet you just oh, the anxiety that and stress to. that was going through your head during that World Series. I was game. At, I was in I was in Wrigleyville. I, I know yeah. you were in Chicago. Yeah, I was across the street from third base. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. So I bet you it was crazy afterwards. But I bet you that time or right whenever they hit that home run right before the rain delay, went I in. fucked my shoes up because <laughs> I kicked the bar so hard. And then I called him a stupid son of a bitch, and I knew it was going to happen. And then some lady was like, it's going to be fine. I was like, what fucking town are you in? Like, it's not going to be, really? You dumb whore. Like, oh, I got so mad. Oh, you, now, that poor now as, a, as a guy who didn't have a rooting interest in the game, I can tell you for a World Series Game 7, Best, that's as one good of the as best you can get. Ever, yeah, yeah. That's, if yeah. you want to make baseball exciting, that was the fucking way to do it. Even LeBron was a baseball fan for like a week. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, you know, he, was, he was there. He was there at that game yeah. in Cleveland whenever that happened. How did he afford tickets? I don't know. They were at like eleven hundred for standing room only at Wrigley, and for standing room in Cleveland, they were like six fifty. Oh, I almost well, I almost went to Cleveland for yeah, Game you, Seven. You have Jesus. to go to Cleveland for that's that. The, that's that was the hard part. Yeah, I I I wouldn't mind going to Cleveland. It was like basically the way I looked at it was: Do I if we win, do I want to celebrate with Cub fans in Chicago? And if we lose, do I? You know, where do I want to be? Do I want to be around all the celebration in Cleveland? And on the other end, if we win and I'm in Cleveland, do I really want to come home? Because I will probably get fucking killed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Murders happen in Cleveland. Pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty good point. As I've said on other podcasts. Ohio is a haven for crime. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm excited for the baseball season. I think we're all going to have a lot more fun whenever that when that season kicks off. Well, we'll we're all huge baseball fans, so we'll have a lot to talk about, I am sure. Uh, but over the weekend, we had a couple of things going. First of all, the uh, 2019 NBA All-Star Game was going on, so it was All-Star Week. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody that has listened to previous episodes knows what I feel about uh, All-Star Games. I think they're the biggest waste of time, waste of airtime, waste of oxygen that people actually sit and watch these fucking games. And uh, to me, this was uh, nothing different. It was the exact same thing. Uh, the best part about it was all of the like the the buildup for it. I mean, you had Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, who I can't stand. Max Kellerman, Jesus Christ! But uh, Stephen A. Smith had on Scottie Pippen. See, I hate Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> I like Stephen A. Smith, and I and he had on uh, Muggsy Bogues on first take, which was really cool to see Muggsy. Muggsy looks old. Is he still short? He's still short. All right, he's still shorter than me. That's five, one guy that three? has to look up to me for change, huh? Five three. Five three. Wow. Five three, smallest guy to ever play uh, in the NBA, I believe. What was Webb? Five four? Nope. Seven. Five, he was five seven. Five seven. Five seven and could dunk, but yes, he was five seven. Uh, Muggsy was five three, and, and but he could handle the ball, shoot the ball, oh, distribute yeah. the ball. He was amazing to watch. Uh, but man, he he looks like he's he's up there in age. He just he just kind of he, he is. He, I mean, that was twenty years ago when he. I I yeah. know, but it just kind of yeah, just shocked me seeing him like that. But the best <clears throat> part about the uh, the 
you know, pregame shows was that was that they had on Scottie Pippen. And of course, when you have Scottie Pippen on, who's he going to talk about? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. And of course, whenever you have Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith, what are, what question are they going to ask Scottie Pippen? They're going to who's better, Jordan or Michael? And the, Jordan or Michael, the same. I'm oh, sorry, Jordan. Jordan or LeBron. I'm sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyways, Scottie Pippen had had an answer that kind of surprised me, actually. I mean, we've talked about how how Michael Jordan kind of is an ass off the court, but he was kind of an ass, you know, to play with, but he just demanded so much out of you. Um, Bugs but, said really good things about him. Yeah, well, all of the Looney Tunes did after they won. Well, yeah, they didn't yeah. have to become slaves exactly. on Maroon Mountain, or Ex- Moron Mountain. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So Scotty was basically asked a similar question, and he said that, Basically, LeBron just does not have that gene uh, where you have a player that can come and take over a game and everybody fears that person. Yeah. And uh, I don't disagree with him at all. Michael Jordan was a stone-cold assassin on the court. And it was, when the game came down to it, it was give me the ball and get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> yeah. And I don't care if they put five guys on me. I am not passing it to you. <laughs> I'm going to win this motherfucker. Yeah. And that was his whole attitude. LeBron, especially early in his career, was highly criticized for when the game came down to the wire. He didn't seem to want the ball in his hands. Yeah, he'd pass it. Yeah. and But shocking statistic, who has more game winners? LeBron. And uh, it doesn't necessarily surprise me. Because I don't think Jordan put his team in that many situations. That's where what it, I was going to say. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry to take it from you. No, but, you're good. You're exactly right. But uh, that you was, talking like buzzer beater, uh, yeah, game winner. Bu- well, yeah, game cause, winner. Because they were usually up by several scores. But when it yeah. came down to that final two minutes, yeah, then you're, you're exactly right. Give, yeah. give Jordan the ball, and he would come in and he would take over a game, and guys would fear Jordan. Yeah, that, that that's the thing. Anymore, and I think it has a lot to do with the way the game has changed. I, I, I got to you know, give credit where credit is due. The people said that the rules have changed. Yes, they've changed. They, they, uh, they protect the offensive player a lot more than they used to, and, and defense back in the day, was it was physical. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was physical, more physical game back then. Um, but uh, I, that also, I think, in my opinion, pushes the side again to Michael <laughs> Because you've got guys that are basically beating the shit out of him when he's going up for a layup. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. foul him twice. Don't even let that ball get anywhere near the hoop to where it can get you can get an and one or something like that. And now LeBron flops on the ground, throws something up, and gets gets you know free throws and stuff. That's my new thing now. Is like if I'm like they people like will shoot a piece of garbage like a piece of garbage in a trash can. They're like Kobe. Yeah. Uh, I do that, but I just shoot it, and then if I miss, I'm like, LeBron, I was fouled, dude. What the fuck? And then I get two more chances to throw a, throw a piece of trash. Exactly. Waste basket. There, exactly. There's a there's an old expression, uh, standing on the shoulders of giants, mm-hmm. and we hear it a lot in stand-up comedy, like um, the legends of Richard Pryor, George Carlin. You know, These are the legends that everybody looked up to. In today's comedy world, they're probably not that great. But they revolutionized how stand-up was done, and everybody else sure. took what they did and added on to it. Michael Jordan revolutionized how basketball was played. Sure, LeBron got to kind of study that style all mm-hmm. growing up. Michael had to develop, yeah, how how he did shit. Yeah, LeBron took what he did and he added on to it. So you know, LeBron may have some accomplishments and some abilities that Michael didn't have, mm-hmm. but he he took what Michael he 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 walked the fucking trail that Michael Jordan had already played. had already blazed. Yeah. Fuck, he's number twenty three for crying out loud. Yeah. Why do you think he's number twenty three? Well, everybody was number twenty three. Everybody wanted to be number twenty three. I was twenty three. Well, I'm talking about LeBron now in the NBA. He's yeah, twenty three. Yeah, wouldn't I you almost want your own? Like like when Miami was what six? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you want something like that so people? I'm not this guy. I'm not Michael Jordan. Right. I'm going to be my own guy, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be his. I'm going to have his number, and I'm going to. Yeah, I mean, you. I think you would want that individuality. I agree with you on there. Yeah, I would. I would be that guy. I would want. I would want my own number. And if you're that fucking arrogant, then be like, I'm 24. I'm one better. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. That. I I, I really do think that LeBron his. Development as a player was severely hurt by not playing in college. Uh, you could say that, but then again, I, I mean, 
do you think it would well i don't know i don't know if it would change he, all that much he came into the league so entitled he had an 80 million dollar nike contract before he ever even signed with a professional team he, you know everywhere he's gone the team's just scuttled around to keep lebron happy yeah the ocean's part and everybody worships the right he walks how many on. coaches that guy fucking went through yeah jesus yeah how many did they get him to fire all this other stuff I and mean, we've talked about that yeah. before but and it probably you know it worked in michael jordan's favor that he right from the get-go had maybe the best nba coach ever oh yeah oh phil jackson was he had somebody before phil i think not too, too not, much. Not long. Not, no, not he, long. He, yeah, like uh, two, three seasons. But I, but he won his first. He, I think he won his first. Was it Tex Winter? Uh, was he before Phil Jackson? I can't remember. I can't remember. That was that was. I was five. Hmm. But I don't still might have been. But maybe uh, it was Tex Avery speaking of Looney Tunes. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Uh, we'll go Doug Collins. Okay. Oh, of course, yeah. Eighty six to eighty nine, and then yeah. Phil Jackson and then came Phil in. Jackson came in, and, and then so, won in ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, and then ninety. Six, seven, and eight. eight. Yep, yep, exactly. But um, but I, I agree with Scotty. I, I I think that he nailed it right on the head. I don't really want to take anything away from LeBron. I, yes, he is a good basketball player. No, I don't like him. Um, is he probably one of the top five best of all time? I would say so. The fact of the matter is, though, that the game has changed so much that they do. You have to have these two other players surrounding you that are good in order to compete with Golden State, and that's that's just the fact as of right now. The way that the game is. And so and Golden State's changed the way the game is played now. Right, mm-hmm. but they and they but they didn't trade for those guys. I mean, no, they Ke- drafted. They, they got drafted. Durant. Durant is the only one that they've traded for, and he just made a championship team better. better. Well, they signed. They didn't trade too. for him. They signed him as a free agent. But yeah, right. yeah. they won seventy three right games now. without Durant. We said that before. Yeah, they did that with Thompson, Curry, Draymond Green, right, Iguodala. Yeah, it just so Barbosa happens. That, it whatever. just so happens yeah. to be those guys play well together, and they they they're the best team in the NBA right now, and I don't really have a team that I think that's going to beat them. I can root for Toronto as much as I possibly want to, just because I'm a Fran, Fred Van Bleek guy. But, but uh, I think Milwaukee will give them a run for their money. Yeah, some people say that, but we'll see. I don't think it's going to be the Lakers. I and think look, the Lakers missed the playoffs. But look who's coaching them. I mean, look who coaches Golden State. Steve Kerr. Yeah. And what was Steve Kerr known for? Fucking shooting outside threes. That's yep. what he did, and now... I mean, that nah, doesn't really... Did was riding um, Jordan's are, are you kidding me? He has amazing athletic prowess. I mean, <laughs> Is he a good God. snowboarder? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Michael Jordan, ugh. That, that was, that was the, you know, the the milk to his Oreo cookie. I don't know what you want to call it to it, but... Uh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Steve Kerr? I got so much shit for the, that. The yeah. flesh to his light. Well, that was we in shared the, the second. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Steve, Steve Kerr was in the second incarnation. He wasn't there for the first three. I know. Uh, the, yeah. the first was... Uh, Paxson. B, yeah, John Paxson, John Paxson and B.J. Armstrong was in the first. And it was Coach and Kerr in the second. Yeah, that's right. Horace Grant. Horace Grant was in the first. He was in the first couple. So... Yeah. But and anyway, his brother but, Harvey. He had a brother Harvey Grant too, uh, and also I think he played for the think Magic. He, I think he lived in Wichita. He did. Yeah, he that's did. What I thought his but, uh, his son actually played against us in bitty basketball. Did he? Mm-hmm. But I yeah, I him a couple times. If He's you a nice look, guy. look at some of those uh, like '80s teams when we're talking about how much the game has changed, you know, Detroit had a yes. team that was known just for being thugs. It the was a boys. team yeah, full of yeah. fucking thugs. Was that uh, was that the same years as Joe Dumars? Thompson. Joe Thompson, Dumars. Uh, yeah. Thomas. And, uh, uh, Isaiah Thomas and Rodman. Yeah. And uh, Was it Lambeer? Lambeer, Bill yeah. Lambeer, uh, who was, you know, one of the biggest thugs. If you look like at those uh, Lakers mm-hmm. and Celtics rivalries, there was that one year when Kurt Rambis got clotheslined by Kevin McHale in a way that would have gotten him arrested today. <laughs> I mean, it was the most vicious fucking thing. And, I mean, it was just a foul. Yeah. They didn't even kick him out of the game. And it was in the <laughs> NBA Finals. Yeah. That's, and, I mean, that's it was... That's where it's changed. I mean, and Rambis got up with that ugly suit on that he wears. <laughs> I... Why? Why wouldn't you at least wear some goggles or something more fashionable? He wore those old-style horn rims... With those nut hugger shorts, and he was constantly <laughs> sweaty with that weird fucking mustache. Hey, I don't know. My favorite still was uh, the year it was the the Bulls and the Sonics in the finals. Yeah, yeah, that was and Gary. That was Gary had, Payton year. They had Rodman. The Bulls yeah, had Rodman. The Bulls had Rodman. And uh, the the Sonics had Frank Brickowski. 
and they were trying to use him as an intimidation factor on Dennis Rodman. <laughs> and that was like the announcers even talked about it. Like, is he going to be enough to intimidate Rodman? Because I think they got into it a little bit. And I'm just sitting there. I was in high school, and I'm just fucking laughing. Like, are you kidding me? Like, and I was kind of a Sonics fan. Oh yeah. And and so I was actually rooting for Seattle. And being I just, from around Chicago too. Yeah. Well, that's. Was, I just got tired when I was younger. I got tired of hearing about Jordan all the time. And then as I got older, I learned to respect his game and who sure, he was. Sure, sure, sure. Anyway. Um, but yeah, that was. It was all about the Brikowski intimidation factor. Were they going to be able to intimidate him? Yeah. And actually, if you you can find, speaking of the Sonics. I don't know what the story is with Jordan and Peyton or whatever, uh-huh. but you can find on eBay, uh, Peyton signed a lot of autographs. There's a photo of him and Jordan playing against each other. It's those two. Uh, I think Peyton's got the ball or Jordan. One of them's got the ball, and the other one's guarding him, and he signs it, fuck you, Gary Peyton. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, I recall that. Uh, Jordan had dunked on somebody, like point guard or something, and uh, Peyton had said to him, why don't you dunk on somebody your own size? So the next trip down the court, Jordan just, just fucking, fucking posterized on. his ass. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think that was the famous footage of him running down the court, shrugging his shoulders. Going like, yeah, all right, yeah, there what you now? go. <laughs> okay, well, that's enough of that. Because we better get to the All-Star game or else... G's going to end up throwing something through his bedroom window. Why, does he want to hear about the All-Star game? Yeah, probably. I'm sure he does. Well, Plus fuck he... that guy. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> yeah. All right, women's lacrosse. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, I, we, we watched a little bit of the highlights of the All-Star game. I, I, that, that's as much as I was going to watch. I'm not going to sit down and watch that absolute monstrosity of, of what you would call a basketball game. It was an offensive yeah. clinic of, of just no defense and a bunch of alley-oops in the most weirdest ways possible. It's uh, like watching a Globetrotter game. It is. Or the, it's, the uh, and one teams that used to come on yeah. ESPN, like yeah. hot sauce and yeah. somebody's white gonna chocolate. Pro- the and, professor. Yeah, yeah. That's the right. professor. That's right. Best announcer ever. Yeah. If that guy announced the All-Star game, I'd watch the fucking All-Star game. Uh, I don't know. Hot sizzle. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could watch that either. I, I mean, I think I'd get annoying probably about the third quarter. But Harry Carey. <laughs> there we go. The now we're talking. Harry Carey. Okay, so uh, what do we Who think? Who was that? I don't know. Right. That was uh, Harry Carey after that, a stroke. I, yeah, exactly. I thought he. Where always, am I? I thought he was just constantly having a stroke. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. drunk all he the time. He was drunk all the time. Yeah, but, but to watch those fucking cub scenes back then, you had to be fucking drunk all the time. <laughs> well. Uh, there's that famous story uh, Tom of the Bob and Tom show talks about going to Wrigley Field and meeting Harry Carey. And, you know, he's a famed Budweiser drinker, right? Yeah. And he had one of those big 32-ounce stadium cups. Mm-hmm. And they just it said Budweiser on it. But he got close enough to it. And, no, it was pure scotch <laughs> filled with scotch on the rocks. Oh, wow. No, nothing like a big glass of scotch at a hot day at the ballpark <laughs> oh god to really refresh you uh yeah well i don't know but uh so the final score for the all-star game was 178 to 64 team lebron won which is 164 um, what did I say? 160? 178 to 64 it was oh, so yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually... to 164 i apologize um, but they did something different this year, which which you kind of like that idea. Well, they've done it the last few years. Okay, where they where they it pick shows teams you, shows you how much I actually pay attention to that. Yeah, the NHL does it, and uh, the NBA does it, where you pick you take two captains and they get a they get a pick. Yeah, who's who's on their team? So I think that's a lot more because sometimes, like especially the last few years, the the West is just especially now even even more so. I would say that the West is so much more loaded mm-hmm. than the East is. Sure. And uh, so it's it's more it's supposed to be more entertaining for those guys to be able to pick like that. So now you're not just seeing this one side just completely beat the shit and dominate the other side. Yeah. But still, 170, 100, you know, fucking what is that? Three over 300 points between the two of them. Yeah. It's you're, it's a it's a pickup game. You're it's, not even trying to fool the crowd into thinking it's an actual basketball game. No, I think at that point it's just it's 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 stupid. Yeah. It, it's it, I, we're all in agreement with this. I, I know, I know. It's it's the the other thing is they incentivize the winning teams with or with a hundred grand a person. Did you hear about that? Do they need it? 
Are you fucking kidding me? Somebody even on the team that won was just like, yeah, I really needed that hundred grand. And I can't tell if he was being a sarcastic asshole or if he was being serious. Yeah. What, did he need to light his cigar? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Let me buy a $100,000 bottle of wine or some shit like that. I'm not buying it one bit. Yeah. I don't do that, but once a year, maybe. Some incentive. The dunk but contest was cool, though. The, the, there was a couple of decent ones. I think, in my opinion, the dunk contest over the last couple of years. Now, granted, and I don't remember the players that did it, but there was one guy from the Minnesota Timberwolves that won it one year that just was fucking amazing. Ricky was, Rubio. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> um, but that was the last one before, like, Vince Carter that I thought was, like, one that of the That was about the last really good one. Really, really good one. And then before that, it was the Spud Webb one. And then before that, it was... Dominique Wilkins and Michael Jordan mm-hmm. was a good one. But it's just, it's all been done. Yes. And they're all just, they put obstacles in their way <laughs> to jump exactly over. exactly what I was going to say. And maybe they twist, <laughs> maybe they don't. But that's all they're doing. Jumping it, over Shaq is fucking impressive, it, though. Okay. It's impressive, but it's just, it's the same thing oh, magnified. Yeah, and exactly. When he, and when he jumped over J. Cole and he threw the ball up, <clears throat> and J. Yeah. Cole threw the ball up as in, and he caught it as yeah. he was jumping, that was pretty cool. Okay, but I don't think it's that impressive. Like, the, all the announcers are down there going, oh my god, that's that's a, that's 10 across the board, and you're just like, really? They have to, though. Like It's, it's well, yeah, not it's, like, it's, it's not like it's golf, a, where it's like, I know, right, it's, here's it's a, a dunk. <laughs> Those announcers would rather <laughs> beat jumped. anywhere. Uh, I'm sure. But, yeah. But when you offer them, you know, 50 grand for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll do it. Well, I guess. All of us would, I guarantee it. So, yeah. for not those me, of you guys Scotty, who are I have integrity oh, as no, a professional broadcaster. Oh, no, I don't. I have no integrity whatsoever when it comes to that. I'll, I'll do it for 50 yeah, grand. You yeah. bet. See what I'll do it for 50 bucks. Exactly. That's no kidding. Uh, but but yeah, I was just sick and tired because we watched a little bit of the highlights. We watched a couple of the dunks. The the one over Shaq with the Superman shirt underneath it was kind of cool. Um, but it was just because of the Superman shirt. I I thought the dunk was impressive. He put his elbow through the through the goal. That's fine. I just it, I'm not, it's not my thing. I remember here in high school there was a kid, and you know like how stories are in high school. Somebody knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy whose yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that, supposedly there was a story about a guy in high school that I, you know, I always liked when I played basketball. I always liked the chain rims or the chain nets. Yeah, the chain nets. There, to sound, me, there was nothing better than yeah. when that thing goes switches through there. Yeah, Makes and I've made like a lot of those shots. Oh yeah, you did. I'm but sure. There was a guy that was playing, and uh, he went up to dunk, and he got his. He has his mouth open and he got his teeth <laughs> caught in the fucking chain, oh, and then let go and yeah, it fucking ripped out like four of his teeth. Oh, I'm sure it yeah. did. It doesn't mess around. Even if it was nylon, it'd probably still now, do it. Now that was a story. I don't know if that actually happened or not, yeah. but I like to think it did. Okay, so, I'll, I'll, let's. We'll there was that. Say it did. There was a guy in New York City. Uh, this was way the fuck back when. Um, Earl Manigault is his goat? name. The goat, yeah. The the Earl, was it the goat or the pearl? Earl, no, that was Earl the Pearl. Uh, Monroe? Eight. Monroe, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Earl Manigo was, he never made it beyond college because mm-hmm. uh, he had drug issues and such. Um, <clears throat> but in high school, he was supposed to, his high school was supposed to rival Lou Alcindor's high school. So that's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Yeah, uh, going back then. But they say that he could, uh, you could put, a dollar bill up on top of the backboard and that he could mm-hmm. jump up there, dunk it, put four quarters up there, grab the dollar bill. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And he was only like six foot three. Oh, wow. So That's even more impressive. Yeah. So he really wouldn't have matched up well with, with Lou. Yeah. Kareem, whatever. Yeah, I could do that, but it's one of those ones that's the Fisher Price makes them. Yeah, that yeah. Nerf one that hangs on the back yeah, of the I could door. fucking do that all day. All day I, long. If I had four quarters. Oh, God, guys. The okay. things you could do with uh-huh. them. I, I kid you not. I got to tell this story because it's so embarrassing. And if two of my friends that I still talk to, I still consider them my best friends to this day, other than you two clowns, mm-hmm. um, they, they would attest to this. Two of my best friends that I played basketball with when we were kids, um, I, I, am, I can't jump. Right, mm-hmm. I I just well, I can't. Any I'm of sure. us here can. I was oh, also I got ups. I was also the shorter one of the of, of the three guys, and uh, I would actually put a cooler out on like in the cul-de-sac where my basketball goal was, and all three of us would be playing basketball. Cul-de-sac. Somebody grew up rich. Oh, shut up! And uh, I would actually have to put a cooler in order for me to dunk. They did not. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. We and, actually build a ramp. Me, they still give me so much shit to this day. I'm 32 years old. We all still hang out together. Fucking and bragging about his youth. Jesus. Jesus yeah. They still give me and shit And his fucking cooler. Did Was you it a ever, Yeti? Spud and Michi. Did you? You fuckers. Yeah, you, you, it's probably a Yeti cooler there in the cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah probably. Up well. in the hills. It was a cheap-ass igloo. Well, d- let it, me ask you this. Did it ever... Did you find out the hard way one day that you're too big and that the cooler will slide yes up. i did yeah yes i did i sure as shit did that happened once that does make me happy a little bit well, well yeah, there you go you're welcome <laughs> okay so i'm done i'm done with i'm done with the nba uh i guess we can get into football because something happened today that kind of blew me and Derek a little bit away the aaf af the af the alliance of american football actually sold to the owner of the Carolina Hurricane, the hockey team. They had a good run. <laughs> For two they weeks. Did. They had to sell because after the first week, they couldn't make payroll. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I did. I watched, like I said last episode, 10 minutes of one of the games. Now, I don't. Don't ask me who was playing. I just the hot wanted... shots. Yeah, exactly. The the YMCA hot shots. I hope the new owner renames the fucking team. <laughs> I'm with you, dude. But I just, uh, I didn't realize when I was watching the game because the cameras, the the guys doing the the filming of this game, do such a good job to try to blur out how many people are in the stadiums behind you, like behind the bench and shit. They don't take the big pan out to see how many people are in the stadium. Holy shit, there's nobody there. That's like the fire festival of football games. Oh, my (laughs) God. It's like going to an Oak Ridge Boys concert. Just (laughs) Jesus. You got a couple of oom-pop-a-mow-mow fucking freaks up front. (laughs) Yes. And then just the rest of the stadium is empty. (laughs) It's completely empty. I was shocked because you actually have to go and look at it. And you can just Google uh, AFF stadium attendance picture and pull it up and... Some of these games, you will be fucking shocked. I do remember when uh, they moved the San Diego team, the Chargers. The Chargers, when they moved the Chargers same to LA. Thing. They actually ended up. It was like that, and they ended up taking uh, boards mm-hmm. with advertisement and putting them towards those back seats, so it yep. didn't look so empty. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was less people than that. Wow. Like it was so bad, I couldn't believe the picture. I'm just but, like, well, no shit, they can't make fucking payroll. Well, here's here's my thing: is they knew they were going to have to build the product up. They knew it wasn't going to be an immediate hit. Shame on them for it not having at least a season of payroll yeah. earmarked because these guys probably left yeah. their jobs yeah. back home that they were at least paying their bills with. Yeah, Steve, isn't just Steve Spurrier coaching one of these teams? <clears throat> well, but the, the players. I mean, his job oh, is yeah. probably fairly secure, but, you know, them, they're – trying that one last grab at glory or whatever and they were promised mm-hmm. something and yeah. I don't I'm sure it's probably more than what they were making before but maybe you can't offer them some kind of stability yeah I mean you can't even get past week 1 yeah that's you know well barely past week 1 yeah I'm that's that's really uh, unethical, yeah. in my opinion. And it's, it is it is reminding me of, of the XFL the first time it was tried all over again. Yeah. Because we all knew what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, Week one was huge. Week, and, then... And, and then it just kind of died off as far as ratings went, and then it died in one season. But part of the reason why it was like that... I don't even think it made the season. I think it died it, after like week uh, I think four. It, it, it finished. It they finished. Played they played a championship game. game. Did they? Yeah. And, uh, and I don't remember who won, but... I specifically remember um, how just fucking thrown together that league was, how unorganized it was. They did it all in like fucking six, eight months. I feel like they've done that with this league. That's what I feel like with the AAF. The XFL, they're giving it like a year and a half, they two years. Three years. Yeah. They, they announced it in 18... No, I think in the late 17. Yeah. And then it's going to come in 2020. It's, it'll be out in 2020. So they're building it up. Mm-hmm. And I I think that's maybe better. It just depends on how much the payer, the players are going to make money and stuff like that. McMahon ain't going to so, have a problem making payroll. I don't. No, not at all. He does all right for himself. I exactly. Think. And, he's, and I think he'll put on a decent show. And I think the fact that he's kind of, he, he's not 
just jumbling it up as fast as he possibly can. I mean, whenever they announced that the first time, they didn't even have fucking coaches, team names, players, nothing. I just want to see like somebody get flagged for like roughing the quarterback in the XFL, and then the ref just gets stone cold stunned, like, <laughs> like just pow, and then the hole. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I would like to see that in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep, I would be okay with that. But, uh, okay, well. You're not doing that to Ed Hockley in the NFL, though. No. no he, I think he <laughs> retired. He did retire. I was going to say, he was he was one of my favorite guys. That was one buff, like, 64-year-old man. Mm-hmm. But he was one of my favorites. But anyways, I uh, I kind of wanted to do something a little bit different, and I'm going to put you on the spot, Derek, because I didn't tell you All about right, it. I'll take my pants off. No, don't want to do that. Okay, so what we're going to do this uh, this episode, because we decided not to do a Go Fuck Yourself. There wasn't a whole lot going on, so I was like, nah, we'll, we'll let that one slide, but tune in next week. Anyways, uh, I, I was talking to Jeremy uh, whenever we were going out to pick up Derek's pussy ass because he can't drive in snow. Pussy ass, that's two body parts, one person. <laughs> Okie dokie. Anyways, uh, we were talking about movies that bring us nostalgia that are sports movies. And uh, we were curious that if we could possibly figure out a way to do a poll on the Facebook page, which is the Unfiltered Sportscast, to where you would pick what is your favorite nostalgic sports movie. Now, there is a uh, a caveat. It does not matter if you watch that same movie today if it is a good movie or not, okay? Okay. So, So even if it is so fucking terrible now as an adult, if you watch that movie... It's terrible, but it still brings nostalgia. So what is... Describe nostalgia. I'm I'm, I'm not the smartest fella in the room. That is true. So nostalgia is basically you watched it a long time ago when you were a kid, and you can still sit through it because it reminds you of being a kid when you watched that movie. Ah, okay. You kind of have an attachment to it because you watched it when when you were young. Like Death Wish. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Or Over the Top. (laughs) But anyways, I was going to do one nostalgic movie and one that is, you think, the best sports movie of all time. Okay. Okay? So you get two movies. We'll start with Derek. You want to start? I'll start with the first one. Give me a minute on the second one. Okay, yeah. We'll go through. You want to do nostalgia yeah, first? Yeah, I'll do the nostalgia the Nostalgia first. first, then we'll do the two, then, or then the best sports movie of all time. I'm going to say, I don't know if I really would classify it as a sports movie, but it is martial arts. Oh, God. <laughs> And my shit when I was a kid was fucking blood sport with Van Damme. <laughs> I show you some trick or two. I, I knew that still was watch coming. that fucking shit. It is good. Like that's with Donald Gibb and Van Damme on yep. that thing. And then I can't remember the guy that named that played Chong Lee, but he played the same guy in every fucking movie. Same yeah. one, yeah. Yeah. It that, he didn't talk much. No. no. Shit, he was in a Bruce Lee movie. Uh, yeah, he was. It doesn't surprise me. I that was that was my shit as a kid. Okay. Like I still watch it. I bet I watch it at least once a year. Okay. I would say that, and there's another movie called Gladiator that I loved with Cuba Gooding, oh, Cuba Jr. Gooding Jr. and yeah. Brian Dennehy that oh, I really boxing. liked. Yes, kinda, okay, kind of like some uh, illegal backstreet. Yeah, not not really back underground street boxing. boxing. Yeah, it was like <clears throat> underweight gloves. You and get shit two like that. nostalgia movies. 1993. Those are my two. Like yeah, okay. I, I'm, okay. I'm going with two just because I fucking got put on the spot. You asshole. I'm sorry, my bad. I I do I do take. But Bloodsport would be number one for me overall. Like okay. that, that's 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 your nostalgia. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies still. Okay, Jeremy, what you got, buddy? I've always loved The Sandlot. God damn it, you fucker! Are you gonna take that one? Yeah, but yeah. that's okay. Um, I got another. I got backup. Yeah, but Scott, you got movies from like 2002 that you can use for nostalgia. Oh, yeah. I've got tons of them. Uh, and Caddyshack Two. Check <laughs> two. Oh, we get, we do get two of them. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm gonna just say Caddyshack two is the best sports movie of all time. All right. No, not that one. The the worst one. That's right. The the shit. The Dan Aykroyd one. Dan Aykroyd and oh goddamn it, what Rex Kramer from Airplane. Robert Stack. Again, wasn't alive. And Jackie Mason and Chevy Chase, of course. Can't of get course. rid of him. He's like a fucking virus. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> okay, so if you guys are doing two, then I'll do two as well. I will. Uh, I will go with Sandlot as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that There's... that is, in in my opinion, one of the best sports movies of all time, and it is timeless. Uh, but if uh, if you had to hold a gun to my head, there is a jersey directly next to Mister Alders over here that is a signed Gordon Bombay jersey. 
by Emilio Estevez. Quack. I was like, Emilio! (laughs) Quack. I fucking still... I I can sit through the first Mighty Ducks. Second one, I can probably still sit through. The third one makes me want to hang myself whenever I watch it. But I probably still could. But I would say... the third one's my go-to porno movie. (laughs) Oh, God. No. No. But uh, so I'll take uh, D1, the Mighty Ducks. All right. The, All right. the original D. Okay. All right. So what's the best sports movie of all time, in your opinion? Happy Gilmore. Come on. I love Happy Gilmore. Oh, God. All right. What are you trying to go with? Like, that, that always makes me laugh. I can still watch Happy Gilmore okay. and laugh. And I'm, all right. And I wasn't old enough, or I was old enough to where that's not nostalgic. Yeah. I can still sit back and watch Happy Gilmore. I also liked Invincible a lot. Okay, with Mark Wahlberg, I, I, I can watch that I, I, I a agree. lot of times. That, that's a that's a very good flick. That is a good flick. Jeremy, uh, I got two. Uh, the original Rocky. Oh okay. fuck! How did I know? How did I miss that? <clears throat> and uh, Hoosiers. That's a good one Hoosiers. too. Hoosiers. Hoosiers is a good one. Um, there's also another one that I don't know if it's it's in my favorites, but it's very important. I think uh, sixty one. Yeah, okay. that was good. The, the 1961 season where Roger Maris wound up breaking Babe Ruth's single season uh-huh. home run record. Yeah, um, it was so I think very important because it was it kind of marked a a moment in like sports coverage in the media mm-hmm. where you got to see just how much influence the media had and how they they really kind of turned on Roger Maris. Mm-hmm. And it also kind of showed. You know, everybody has this very fond idea of Mickey Mantle mm-hmm. and, you know, this hero, this godlike figure that, you know, it kind of didn't get reported because he was such a beloved guy that he was a drunk yeah. and a philanderer yeah. and, you know, maybe not that good of a guy. He put his, you know, he was married and was just fucking every piece of tail around yeah. that would have him. And, you know, he kind of neglected his kids and... And uh, so, you know, it it really kind of showed things how they really were, mm-hmm. which is, is rare because usually when movies are based on true stories, they're really dramatized and they're told out of order. Like one that I love, Seabiscuit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back and look at the full story, you know, it wasn't near the drama that went on sure. in that movie and like that, that big grace that he had with War Admiral. They made War Admiral a lot bigger mm-hmm. in the movie. He wasn't undefeated. He was a Triple Crown winner, but he had been beaten before. Uh, Seabiscuit had been beaten by that the guy who owned him. His son owned a West Coast racehorse that had beaten him in a match race before. I mean, you know, it wasn't necessarily one versus two. Yeah, David Goliath kind of, you know, the the shit that they set up. It but made for ho- a better movie. I was gonna say, but that's Hollywood. What do you expect? But but I think sixty one does a very good job of. Showing things how they really were from the players' perspective. That yeah. was a good movie. I, uh, I those those of you guys who who do know me fairly well, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, and I saw one just recently this last year. It was called Trouble with the Curve. If you guys mm. haven't, if you guys, sure, yeah. if you haven't seen that, it's 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 actually a pretty good flick. Um, that's not my number one though, and I know it's weird, but I I loved Cinderella Man. That was mm. great. That too. was a great, great, great movie. fucking movie. And so that is that is my numero uno sports movie of all time, in my opinion. But, yeah, that was a great movie too. But, uh, but anyways, we're we're getting to that point where we gotta gotta wrap this bad boy up. The first thing I do want to do before we go, or the last thing I want to do before. Hey, we go, wait a minute, yo, Scotty. What do you got? Let me ask you this. What you got? All right. The other day, right? I got uh-huh. so fucking drunk oh, that I was about to just pass out on myself. But I was like, God damn it! I haven't even gotten into a fight yet. Is there something that I could maybe mix in with my drink? Yes. That yes. would give me the energy that I still need to get in that fucking barroom brawl. Cocaine. Yeah. Or smack my wife around or yes. whatever that I need to do before I pass out. Because I'm going to eat a roast beef sandwich normally and just pass out. But when I got shit to do still when I'm loaded, yeah. what what can I do? You got cocaine, like Derek said. Mm-hmm. Or oh. or you have StrikeForceEnergy.com. That's a, that's a, a sponsor of the show that we really do like talking about. Tell me about that one. That is a, uh, it's an additive that you can actually add to any beverage, including a bottle of water. It comes in a uh, box, which if you can see us now on YouTube, hopefully, 
Um, they come in a box full of 10 packets that it's in liquid form that all you have to do is pour the packet into your bottle of water, shake it up, and you've got yourself an energy drink that has zero sugar, zero calories, and has just as much uh, caffeine as a regular cup of coffee. But what if I want to keep boozing? You can actually mix it with alcohol as well. I'll be goddamn. I'll be goddamn. It's actually a really good product. I've actually drank it for uh, for almost, I think, like six months. Instead of drinking energy drinks, I feel a lot better. I don't have the jitters, which uh, is not uh, not fun to whenever you're like... Cocaine gives you, know, you the jitters, from what I understand. I, I don't know. Numb gums. And yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, the grape actually mixes really good with Jägermeister. <laughs> or Kahlua. <laughs> Um, but anyways, yeah, it is a good product. They are very good friends of the show. Uh, you can always check them out at strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code no more cans that lets them know that we sent you. Uh, and it helps our good buddy out that, that, uh, is a distributor of it and it delivers everywhere in the world. This is a very popular product with our U S military. I have a lot of friends that have been, uh, using it for a long, long period of time. And it's very convenient. Uh, a lot of, uh, people that hunt, it's actually really convenient for them as well because they're not carrying around a whole bunch of cans that whenever they're empty, making a whole bunch of sounds in their pack, this is a lot more convenient and uh, a lot less noisy, which is something that uh, I was told as well. I'm guessing you don't even need a gun. You just drink this shit. You you can just chase them down. You can just chase them down. down. You can take out a deer with your bare hands. Yes, just you catch can. it on foot and just There you go. That's that's what it and is. And then fuck it. Yep. So that's at strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code no more cans with no spaces. Uh, that will get 20% off of your total order. Uh, so check them out again at strikeforceenergy.com. Well, gentlemen, just let me know when we start recording. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll do that for you, buddy. Okay. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up today. I want to say thank you to Derek and to Jeremy. You're um, very welcome. Yeah, we. I, I do yep. sincerely appreciate it. We will be back uh, next Wednesday. We record Tuesday evenings, and we uh, upload the show to where you can listen to it as early as midnight on Wednesday. So uh, do us a favor. Tell your friends. Tell your family, especially if they don't mind a little bit of foul language and some sports with some uh, comedians. Uh, but... Uh, I don't know. Also, tell your enemies. What, Derek? What do you always say? Yeah, if they hate us, tell your enemies. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So, yeah, there you go. I don't know what he said. And uh, guys, until next time. Take that filter off and make it dirty. All right, we'll see you next time.